Hey, Fit Family, and welcome back to episode 23 of the Move Your Body Differently podcast. I am so excited today because on the podcast, we have my friend Brittany Bauer, who's a registered dietitian, and she works with clients who have eating disorders, disordered eating, and she teaches them intuitive eating. And so today we just get to sit down and get to know her a little bit better. And she drops in this 20 minute episodes, she drops so many truth bombs and brings it back to Christ every single time. I cannot wait for you to meet her and become friends with her just like I have and just enjoy this episode, get to know her and you are not going to want to miss next week's episode where she talks about intuitive eating and what that is and what that means with our relationship with the Lord as well. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to, not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Hey, Fit Family, and welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. I am so pumped today because I have a special guest. Her name is Brittany Bauer, and I found her through Instagram somehow. I think there was something posted from Revelation Wellness, which is a company that I'm certified with, and they posted something about her, and I started following her on Instagram and loved her content, love what she teaches. She is a, she loves Christ, which is number one, which is what, what drew me to her in the first place. She is also a registered dietitian, but not just that. She is a certified intuitive eating counselor and also a Revelation Wellness fitness instructor, which I think is awesome. She has been practicing as a dietitian since 2016, but really began taking a Christ-centered focus with her clients over the last three years through her business, Revelation Nutrition. Not to be confused with Revelation Wellness or the Wellness Revelation, Revelation Nutrition. And Brittany helps women who are struggling with the cycles of dieting, emotional eating, body shame and overwhelm with food to help them make peace with food by helping women know their identity in Christ and understand nutrition and wellness from a biblical perspective. Woo, she is awesome. She also lives in Montana, which I don't know if I've ever known anyone who lives in Montana, so that's fun. I have a new friend there. She has 3 cats and she has a passion for medical missions, which is another reason what drew me to her because I have seen her posts about how she uses some of the proceeds from her business to help with this nonprofit. And she 
is on the board with her colleague and sister in Christ, and the nonprofit is named El Quincho. Right? No. El Quinco. Okay, which means the vessel. Right? Okay, good. And she loves learning new things and loves adventure. So all of that to say, thank you so much, Brittany, for being here on the podcast. And I am so excited. I'm so excited to be here. And you did really well with that word in Spanish. <laughs> you are so good. <laughs> I tried. I just want to say, I'm very proud of you. But no, oh, I, thank you. No, I'm so grateful to be here. And I really am excited to just dig in deeper into this topic with you. Yes. So this first episode, we just get to get to know Brittany because she is an awesome human being and God made her on purpose. And I cannot wait to get into her story. And then in the next episode, you ladies are not going to want to miss this. We are going to be talking about intuitive eating and dieting and what that means and even some of the misconceptions with intuitive eating and how she approaches it with her clients. So stick around, get to know her in this episode. And then in the following episode, we get to dive a little bit deeper into this specific topic. So starting out today, question for you. First question I ask all of my guests, when in your life or what point in your life did you start taking your health seriously? So that's a really good question because it really depends on how you look at health. (laughs) Because I would say that I technically started being interested in health and my health and looking more into that and understanding it deeper when I was in high school. And I was very passionate about nutrition and studying it out, trying to understand it. But I also didn't understand what that looked like biblically. You know, it was very world approach to nutrition and not all that I learned was bad. But through the years, you know, obviously I fell in love with it. So I ended up becoming a dietitian, started my practice and working clinical, working in malnutrition overseas, different type of things like that. But for me personally, you know, I maintained that desire throughout that time. But the shift really happened about three years ago for me, four years ago, three, four years ago, where I still believed in health and the way that the world would see it. But God mm. really shifted my heart and helped me to see what true health looks like from a whole, per- whole holistic perspective, virtually, mentally, physically, emotionally, all of that together. And so I would say the taking it really serious and the way that God intended it to be taken serious about three to four years ago. Mm. Wow, that's awesome. So how do you now, taking that into account through that biblical lens, how do you create a culture of health for yourself? Like, obviously, you do this for a living, right? And I think oftentimes with, you know, I do fitness, a lot of fitness. I am now precision nutrition certified. But I think oftentimes it's easy for us because we teach it so often to either let it go to the wayside for us or, you know, we sometimes we have really great, you know, habits or things that we do that are helpful for other people. So how do you create that culture for yourself? Well, I would say the priority is definitely my spiritual health. I noticed Mm -hmm. that any time that I stop abiding or trying, you know, getting distracted away from God or not seeking his space and just, you know, just being his daughter, not striving, but literally just being and abiding with him. That's when everything in my life is gets off. And so To me, that's my foundational piece that God has. I I love the deeper intimacy over the years as my relationship with him has grown. Mm -hmm. So really cultivating spiritual health is priority to me. And then Mm -hmm. from there, that's where the mental health, the physical health and the uh, like it's through nutrition and fitness and even the emotional health, social health, all of that comes from there. So I would say that would be the primary way I cultivate that for myself is really just pursuing my walk with the Lord. 
And then from there, the more tangible things. I really love to remember that it's not about getting it right and wrong, the black and white. Mm -hmm. And so I have seasons in my life of heavy grief, for example, where I might not be able to move in a way that I did in one season or eat the way I did in one season. But then at the same time, understanding the importance of cultivating a good emotional health and learning how to work through grief or learning how to work through depression or whatever those more those deeper things are in a healthy way so that I can carry out those physical things in a healthy way, if that's making sense. So it's really yes. looking at the full picture and not mm. obsessing about getting it all right or wrong because our entire health is connected. If we don't take care of our emotional health and our stress, then we're not going to be able to listen to our body and eat well. And if we don't move and get outside and find enjoyment in it not necessarily like make it some rigid rule out of fear of of something right out of fear of being weird or fear of doing it wrong whatever it is then that you know we're not going to have something to help our hormones and help our bodies to feel good and find joy in the little things so it's really all tied together so I would I would to sum that up looking at the whole picture of my life and really trying to just focus on spiritual health and then from there like each little piece at a time, you know? Yeah. I don't that really I, makes sense, but it, it totally does. I love what you said. And already, okay, those of you who are listening, she just dropped some bombs right there. We can't really unpack all of what she just said, but I love what you said about even seasons of emotions and seasons of grief or loss. Like I, I have had clients who have gone through things and they've had loss that they've had to handle and deal with. And I love that you talk about how, yes, spiritual you know, absolutely. That's where we need to be first. And everything else flows through that. And even in those seasons, it's not like you were saying, it's not about right or wrong. It's about what can work right now, considering what I'm experiencing and what I'm going through and figuring that out. And then letting, you know, letting yourself go through the journey and that, that those emotions and those feelings and that season, and then being able to pick that back up. What a beautiful picture that is. So you've already talked about this a little bit or quite a bit through through your intro, but why do you believe it's necessary to build health and fitness into your everyday life from a biblical perspective? You just kind of dropped a few truth bombs in what you just talked about, but a little more strategic, specific, like looking through a picture of the gospel, why should women pursue health and fitness? Yeah, you know, that's, it's such a... It is really hard to sum this up in these questions because I guess it is just I'm going to have to remember we'll talk more about this. But I want to say that even though I think it's really important that women pursue health and fitness, I really believe even in the church, that's a very skewed Mm. view because they think that they need to pursue health and fitness first before pursuing God or like I need to get in shape first. I need to be healthy first before I can pursue God. And or else he's going to be mad at me, or I can't carry out the things God called me to do. Mm-hmm. So I believe that we have that backwards, because when yeah. we look at, at the biblical truth about wellness, everything we do flows from the heart. And mm-hmm. so I really believe that it's important that we focus on that relationship with Christ first. Mm-hmm. But with that, you know, we are still called to take action in our faith. And yeah. so I believe that cultivating fitness, you know, whether in any form of movement, it doesn't have to be the world's way of like, you have to do hit styles to be fit. You know, there's many different ways of movement. And even with nutrition, which I know we'll dig more into this, it's not a black and white picture, but we do need to 
really trust the Holy Spirit, learn to delve into intimacy with him to help to lead those areas of our life, you know, to eat to where we feel good and not to use food in an unhealthy way, not to use food for idolatry or comfort or out of fear or control or manipulation. Same with movement. You know, I really believe it needs to be pursue God first and he leads in that direction. But hopefully that answered that question. Okay. Yes. Yes, I hard not to unpack every little bit of that right now. Yes. Yeah. And that's what the, you know, the Move Your Body Differently podcast is all about that right there is. And I mean, obviously it's a whole podcast. There's several episodes because there's so much to dive into about how your view of God affects your wellness journey, your wellness journey. And it matters. Like your view of God matters what you do with your body and if you don't have a right view of God, like you were saying, there's fear or, you know, you feel like you're going to get punished if you don't, you know, do your workout or you're not healthy or you're going to be held back from blessings because you can't carry out what you think he's called you to do, you know, for your health. Like the most important thing is making sure your heart is right with the Lord. And then from there, getting to add it on as a have to, as we say, in, or not a have to, as a get, get to, to, as we say. Yeah. yeah, a get to, not a have to in, in Revelation Wellness. And so. How do you, so now we get to get a little bit more specific with how you work with your clients, you have your company, your business that you do. How do you help others through health and fitness? So my business is called Revelation Nutrition. And the ladies that I I work with women, not that men are not important, but, you know, I definitely relate to women more considering I'm a woman. Yes. Yes. But I help women through my Creator's Vessel Nutrition Program to really know and understand their identity in Christ. And work at the deeper roots of why we have the relationship with food that we have. So, you know, if we're dealing with pride or insecurity or people pleasing or fears or any of those deeper heart matters, are there beliefs about God that we don't know or don't understand because of traumas that have happened to us? And our beliefs are skewed and based in lies because of experience we've gone through in life. And the enemy's really been able to twist and distort truth. You know, that's the that's the foundational piece to how 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 I help my clients in really working through those roots. And then from there, I help them to learn how to eat healthy, but not just through black and white the world way. It's really being able to learn to trust God and trust their bodies and that God made their bodies well. And mm-hmm. so helping them to be able to listen to hunger and fullness. Being able to work through emotions in a God-honoring way, in a way that truly brings healing and restoration and not stuff and hide and feel fearful of emotion. Really work through those, as well as understanding how diets are harmful and and why they were being used in the first place. And then Mm -hmm. how do I move in ways that bring joy? How do I listen to my body and know that, well, this makes me feel good when I eat this, or this doesn't make me feel good. But to have peace with all foods and not not to fear Mm -hmm. carbs, not to fear what you name it, right? There's so many diets, so many ways of restriction out there. But that's really having that peace around all foods, knowing that God can use all things for good when we are listening to him and learning to trust him in that process and with our bodies and to let go of that control and truly surrender this area of our life to God through that healing process of those deeper wounds that we often carry and use food to try and control and manipulate. Yeah. And this may be, may not have an answer to this question, but like at a percentage of women will localize it to, to believers, to Christians, those who believe in Christ. Like if you could ballpark a number, how many do you feel like probably struggle with, with trauma affecting their health and their, their eating behaviors? 
to be honest, I don't even know, but I would say a whole lot. I don't have a number for you, but there are many, many of us that many ladies, both in the Christian faith and not in the Christian faith, that truly use food in an unhealthy way, but might not even recognize it because the world's way has normalized dieting, normalized using food for Mm. these different unhealthy purposes. And so many people don't even recognize the disordered eating that they have and might not even know the level of trauma or grief or experiences that it might not be a big trauma, but it still can be a negative experience that reinforced a false belief. And I would Mm -hmm. say that a large portion of ladies and men are probably following some form of disordered eating pattern. Yeah. I think I saw a statistic from Girls Gone Strong who does a lot culturally with disordered eating. And I I think they were saying is upwards of like eight out of 10 women because like you said, they don't, they don't understand that they have disordered eating. Yes. Yes. And a large a large percentage of those women, again, I don't have the, I don't remember all yeah. the exact statistics, but I do know just from studying and reading that there's a large percentage of women who struggle with disorder eating that end up having eating disorders. And so mm-hmm. not only that, but it goes even deeper. It can become a full diagnosed eating disorder. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I, even with my own clients, I think sometimes it's, and we're going to talk even more about this in the next episode, but just a little preview. I think talking about the deeper issues when when I start asking questions of my clients, you know, obviously I'm not certified in the ways that you are. And so I only go so far and then I refer out if I feel like there's something deeper going on. But even talking on the face side of things of like, hey, do you feel like there was a moment in time in your past where either someone said something about food or you knew, you know, like I did, I had a client a month or so ago, talk to me about something in her past that she realized for the first time that like, Hey, I think this is affecting what I am, what I'm doing now. And I'm like, absolutely. It sounds like it is, you know, living out of that fear, like you were saying. And I think it, I feel like it can go both ways where we're scared to dig deeper and find out sometimes what the real root issue is, yes. or we'd rather remain oblivious and not think there's an issue and just keep trucking along like, no, nah, this doesn't trace back to anything in my past. Like, that's ridiculous. And it's like, let's, let's dive a little deeper, <laughs> you know, like yeah. there's just so much that you unpack with your clients, which is incredible to have a resource like you to be able to help walk clients through that in such a deeper way. You're basically, you know, discipling them too in Christ, you know, alongside the church and discipling through who he is and and guiding them to get to know the Lord better and know him deeper and then see in that deepness how that relates to their body. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. And that's where like my program, the Creator's Vessel Nutrition Program, it's based in Second Timothy in chapter two about how there's the golden vessels, gold, the golden vessels, and then I'm, I'm summarizing this, but the golden vessel and then the clay vessels, and one is for honorable and one is dishonorable. So to put off everything in you that is not of God so that we can be used for honorable use mm. and useful to the maker. And it's not out of our striving and our doing, but it's truly allowing him to mold you into that vessel. And because yeah. he made he made us as his daughters. He made us good. He made us holy. He made us righteous because of the blood of Christ Jesus. So really 
back to that place of there's nothing we can do. It's purely that faith, purely that relationship with him, not head knowledge, but a knowing in the spirit that he is my father. He is my friend. He is my everything. Right. But again, mm-hmm. sometimes we have experiences in life that we can know in our head what they, people say about God or what the Bible says. But because of our lived experiences that affect our our, physic- our physical body, we might not fully embody that mm-hmm. understanding of identity and who God is and believe that. So it really, I do view it as discipleship. And, and that's often what I tell my clients because as my clients get set free, I don't mm-hmm. expect them to just depend on me the rest of their life you know they first they need to depend on god but then they go out and they love others well not because of anything they did but purely because they have a deeper intimacy with the lord and so that Mm -hmm. that naturally that pouring into them from god will pour out into those around them in their lives yeah yeah free people set free set other people free get free stay free we also say that in revelation wellness but i think it's it's with that too, you can see culturally what that looks like. And then, you know, biblically what that looks like, like you were talking about with women setting them free and, and the Holy Spirit setting them free, of course, from whatever chains or bondage that they had. And because of that, when they they find that freedom, they want to share that with others. They want to disciple others. They want to, not necessarily in, you know, in this form of nutrition and health, but they want to do it in whatever way possible. And they want to yeah. serve in that way. Whereas culturally, you see so often like Facebook posts or Instagram posts about like, I lost, you know, 20 pounds and not that those things are bad, but they like, they want to talk about what they did X, Y, and Z. Yes. Yes. That like helped them lose the weight because they feel awesome. And they're like, well, I'm awesome. I want to help other people feel awesome. But it's not rooted Mm -hmm. in the freedom in Christ. It's rooted in something cultural. And usually that's seeking validation from man because of deeper wounds of feeling unseen, unheard, unwanted. And that's not the only case, but that's yeah. oftentimes that's very common what the reason of why we seek that from others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people feel confident when they are having these successes. But as soon as they go the opposite direction, their morality is tied to it and then they feel like they're failing. Yep. And then, yep. So it's not true freedom, like you said. So I agree with you 100 percent. Yeah. It's so the Lord, we just want women free with that. This will be our final question. And then we'll close it out for this episode. What is your favorite part of helping women? Definitely the identity in Christ piece, because I know for myself what my life was like when I knew God about God, but I had those false beliefs about his character and it affected who, how I saw who I am as a daughter of Christ. And then from there, it affected how I depended on God, how I turned to God, how I interacted with God and that would carry out into my actions in my life. And so for me, the most passionate, rewarding piece is when I watch the ladies that I work with, it's like a complete shift in who they are because they stop coming into agreement with the lies of the enemy. And they're like, I actually feel confident for the first time in my life, but it's not confidence based in their flesh. It's truly confidence in the Lord. And it's really knowing that God has got their back and he loves them unconditionally and that they can't do anything to to lose that love and that approval from God. So to me, that I sometimes I cry with my clothes because it's so beautiful will, with the Lord. Would, I'm like, like, it gets pretty emotional at times, but I'm like, gosh, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is so good. And so that mm-hmm. I really feel like I just get to come alongside God and let him do the work, but get to watch the beautiful reward yeah. of what God does. And that that's the most rewarding thing for me. 
Yeah, that is awesome. I I would want to cry too. Just even talking about all of this, I'm like a little teary eyed over here because that's what you know. That's that is the goal for the for those of us who are faith based, whether nutrition, dietitian, fitness. Hopefully, for most of us, like that is always the goal is freedom. Like freedom is what helps us feel closer to the Lord. Yeah. And helps us look at our health and our fitness through the lens of the Bible instead of through the lens of, like you're saying, their validation or trying to seek something out or this idol, whatever it is. It's like living out of this freedom is so much more enjoyable and life-giving yeah. yes. than not. Yeah. And you know? it can seem like a buzzword sometimes. It really can. Same with identity in Christ. Like it sounds like mm-hmm. a church buzzword, but there's yeah. it's so foundational. And again, mm-hmm. it goes, it has to come from the head and, and get, and only the Holy Spirit can produce the fruit when we abide in the vine, right? And yeah. so that spiritual fruit, it really, that abiding in him, and it's it's so foundational because apart from him, we could do nothing. So there, yeah. it, it's important in all areas of our life. But I think we have to just be careful not to take that as a buzzword and really look at what that means and understand that truly why God says that's so foundational in as mm-hmm. to everything that he calls us to do. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. All right. And with that, we are going to close out this episode. Thank you so much, Brittany, for being on the podcast. You guys are not going to want to miss the next one either. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. It has been truly an honor having you on here. I hope those of you who are listening are just so blessed, even by the short introduction of Brittany. Now you guys know why I wanted her on here. She is amazing and just so filled with truth and just loves the Lord and wants the best for women. And, you know, it's what I want as well. And so whatever, if you guys want to reach out to her, those will be in the show notes. You can, I think you can book a call with you, right? And on your website, you can book a call. I think you also have something free on there as well that they can check out to dive deeper and your if you want to give them your instagram handle i will also put that in the show notes below yep i can do that thank you awesome yes thank you so much Brittany. hey fit fam it's a blessing to be in this journey with you the best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.